Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. I'm Nadia Giordana, and you're watching Where Women Talk. My guest today is uh, author Janice Strutman, and she's written a lovely book of high bun and haiku titled Child Heart, Notes from a Kindergarten Teacher. Let's go meet Jan and learn all about it. Welcome to the show, Jan. Thank you very much. It's so great to have you here. I'm so familiar with your book, Child Heart, Notes from a Kindergarten Teacher. Yes, that is just lovely. And as I told the audience, it's, it's a, a collection of high bun, which are short little anecdote stories with haiku at the end. Did I describe that properly or should you describe it? No, that's correct. That's, that's good, that's good. Well, how many years or how long have you been writing? I know you were a kindergarten teacher. Have you been writing most of your life or when did the writing, the creative writing come into your life? After my kids were grown. <laughs> I was too busy uh, raising them before that. <laughs> yeah. And working full time. So I really didn't have an opportunity to do uh, anything really creatively. So I uh, started taking classes at the Loft Literary Center in Minneapolis after my kids were grown. And I really loved the classes I took there. And then I took a year long poetry writing class, which is what prompted the book. My colleagues there said, I should be writing about kindergarten stories when we were trying to, when we were starting to get to know each other, I was telling these stories and they were laughing so hard. They said, this is what you should be writing about. <laughs> so yes. yes, and you have a talent for bringing in the charm and the humor of these children. I've, uh, you and I are, are in a poetry class too. And I, I've enjoyed when you have read these stories and the, the humor just falls off the page. I mean, it's so natural because it's children. Children are natural. And then to put the two together, the, the anecdotal story, which usually does have a twist of humor to it. I don't know that it's necessary to be humorous to be a high bun but yours usually do. And then of course, haiku, which is one of my favorite things. It just all comes together. And I found it fascinating that so few people, even writers are aware of high bun. I have found that to be true too. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, have you educated a few people along the way now about the high bun process and inspired anybody to try it? Well, I hope so. Uh, I know my, my teacher, when I was taking a year-long writing class, at a poetry writing class at the Loft, my teacher Gretchen Marquette said she really liked that style of writing for me. And she suggested that I continue doing it I just wrote one, yeah, it was a class assignment. And she said, 
I really like this style for you. I hope you continue it. And so I did. And so I, my whole book is high bun, basically. Now, I think it might be fun. I didn't ask you this ahead of time. So uh, uh, let me know if you can or can't do that. But I thought it might be right, uh, might, be, might be very fun if you read one of your shorter pieces uh, right now on the program. Oh, well, let's see. What's one of my shorter ones? Uh, okay. That's one of my. And they're all pretty short. Okay, I'll read one that's pretty short. It's called We're Not in Kansas Anymore. This is when Denny and I were in uh, Hong Kong. Just before the December holidays, I asked students what they would be doing during their time off from school. One of my students said, I am going to Bali. Another student piped up and said, we went there last year. There is the coolest water slide at the Marriott Hotel. Another student said, we are going to Jakarta to pick up my baby sister. She is being adopted by us. Another student said, we are going to Kota in Borneo to look at the monkeys and swim. Over the river to grandmother's house, we don't. Wondrous lands instead. I'm glad you read that one. I don't remember it. I read your book more than once. And that one uh, sounds brand new and fresh to me, the way you read it instead of the way it sounds in my head when I'm reading your book. So thank you very much. It was a learning experience for us. We learned more than we ever taught our students. <laughs> I know. Children can teach us so much. Well. How did your family and some of your friends react when uh, you said, hey, look, I got published. Here's my book. They were happy for me and they said, what an achievement that was to do that. And I just kept at it. And my teacher really helped me and so did my cohort all of my friends and colleagues. And uh, there were a couple that I forgot to mention in my acknowledgements page. And is it okay if I do that now? Mm -hmm. I'd like to, to acknowledge that uh, Margaret Holschlag from Michigan helped me a tremendous amount. And so did my mosaic group that I meet with regularly and all of my teaching colleagues. I learned something from every single one of them. And you know, you don't become who you are without all the help and suggestions and support you receive from your colleagues along the way. And I want to say a, a shout out to all of them. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, I have to add that it seems to me that teachers like you, teachers like so many that I've uh, met and known, there is a two-way street with the learning. Teachers learn, they teach so much, but boy, do they learn too. And then the, the, they've got twice as much to teach children. I remember the teachers I had fondly. I remember the teachers I had growing up that at the time were 
just ordinary people. A couple of them I didn't even like all that much and still taught me boatloads of really important stuff that I'm, I'm grateful for to this day. Same with me. Absolutely. Uh, what would you say to, and I do find it interesting and true that uh, many writers wait until, female writers especially, wait until their children are grown or getting grown before they uh, feel they have the time and the space to uh, start writing. What advice would you give to someone who's uh, toying with that very same idea? Just do it. <laughs> and you know, uh, it took me a while to get the confidence I needed to feel secure in my own writing. Mm -hmm. And I think every writer goes through this. You doubt yourself like you do in any of the arts. Uh, I think you doubt yourself and you take everyone's suggestions and think you have to incorporate all of them. And at some point you have to say, thank you for that suggestion. And then to yourself, you say, I'm still going to do it the way I, I originally wrote it because I like that better. So I'm going to zero in on what you said about doubting yourself because that is so true. And I have a, I'm going to tell a story on you. And that was <laughs> that uh, uh, in one of our, my poetry classes, which you do belong to, and we, uh, we tend to have a lot of fun and it's a casual poetry class and we do some critiquing back and forth. And I remember one evening and you had read uh, this delightful poem and we were all uh, ooing and eyeing and, and gushing. And you spoke up and you said, but give me some criticism. Give me some constructive criticism. How can I make this piece better? And we proceeded to talk for another 10, 15 minutes and got more in depth. And I think we've in that group uh, from that moment forward done it much more often. Yes, I think it's, it's helpful to trust the people that you are talking with to know that they will give you suggestions and I will never take it personally because mm -hmm. I want to learn, I want to grow. And I always did in whatever I did in my life, I wanted to learn. And, I, uh, I, and so if you're not willing to accept suggestions, then be sure you don't ask for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Do you have any kind of a writing process or system that you go through? Mm, not really. I don't have any trouble coming up with ideas for writing things. I've got a beautiful view from where I'm sitting right now overlooking the Minnesota Wildlife Refuge. And all I have to do is look out the window and see this beautiful scenery and think to myself, wow, okay, which part of that can I write about today? Or, you know, all the things that we've been going through in this world and uh, 
just looking out this window is is inspiring. Yes, and also you and your husband travel around the world and you've actually traveled and taught around the world. How has that influenced your writing? A lot. And it's it's uh, it's influenced my thinking. Uh, I wish everyone would travel outside of where they are now. You learn so much and you learn that everyone around the world basically wants the same thing. They want to be happy. They want to have a family. They want to raise their kids and have a safe, secure world. And it's universal. And I, I, as I said, we've learned so much from all the different people that we've come in contact with. And a lot of them show up in my stories in this book. And so uh, it's an it's amazing to travel. It really is. I, I wish more people would do it and it would open up their minds to how much we are all alike in this world. Absolutely. And your book is on Amazon. Uh, we'll put uh, uh, right now on the screen some links and other information so that people can find your book because I know they're going to want to do that. And thanks, Jan, for being on the show today. Thank you. And thank you all for watching Where Women Talk.